We're wrapping up the offensive side of the football and the positional battles and camp overview with the quarterbacks on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys as always for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast. Make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now, today's conversation is continuing our series of position-by-position camp breakdowns, positional battles, rankings, whatever you want to call it. On the offensive side of the football, we will be ramping up with the quarterback battle. I know you guys have been waiting for this one. This is obviously the big one. It's the biggest position in football. It's the biggest position that we have the most questions about for the Sun Devils, and it's the position that might have the most intrigue when we talk about competition because there truly is four options here. Yes, you heard me right, four. I'm not willing to stick with the big three. We have to include Jacob Conover in the conversation with Jaden Rashada, Trenton Borgay, and Drew Pine. We'll get into all those guys momentarily, but I want to start with Jacob Conover. Conover has quickly become the forgotten man here for Arizona State in the competition for the quarterback battle. And it's understandable why. The other three definitely have more momentum and they have more of the news news line grabbing what I, I can't think of what I want to call it, but they they definitely are the ones that grab the headlines more is essentially what I'm trying to say. Jaden Rashada four-star kid, was once a five-star throughout the process, was up and down, decommits from Florida, comes to Arizona State. He's the prized possession of this 2023 recruiting class. Everyone wants to see him start week one with good reason. Trenton Borgay took over last season for Arizona State, was a really, really quality quarterback for the team, and they ended up winning, what was it, two of their three games with him under center. They were able to pull off one of the biggest upsets of college football last year over Washington. And they they definitely want to continue that continuity with Trenton Borgay under center. Many are manifesting a, what's his name? A Jake Plummer kind of senior season for Borgay. And then, of course, there's Drew Pine, the Notre Dame transfer who was able to help turn their season around a year ago. He was able to help the Fighting Irish get back into bull contention and one of the better teams. In the in the in the nation, they were much better with him. He decides to transfer out. He comes to Arizona State. There's all these people that are thinking he could potentially be the the Bo Nix for Kenny Dillingham in his first year here. But with all those attention grabbers, is Jacob Conover who's been swept under the rug here? People forget Conover was a former four star prospect out of out of high school in Arizona, and he was a a not not super highly recruited, but he was definitely somebody that people were keeping their eyes on. He was one of the top 
prospects in the state of Arizona when he went to BYU before not getting the opportunity he was hoping for, decides to come home to Arizona and decides to go to the the place that he grew up around in Arizona State. He was a Chandler product, so makes sense that he would want to stay in the Valley. And with all this conversation that Kenny Dillingham has started about activating the Valley and bringing home kids, but also keeping the kids that are within the Arizona borders to keep them and let them grow their brand and allow them to become the hometown heroes. Jacob Conover is one of the biggest examples of that. They brought in a lot of guys to return to Arizona, but perhaps none bigger than Jacob Conover. I truly believe that. And there's, there's definitely a lot more intrigue here than people might realize. So first of all, he's only going to be a redshirt sophomore. So there's a lot of time for him to be able to develop and become a really good player for Arizona State. There's, there is, what was I going to say? There's potential here. There's talent here. He's 6'1", 205, so he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he does have adequate arm strength. He can move around a little bit. And overall, we just haven't seen too much of him as of yet. He has just 11 career pass attempts. He's completed five of those for 45 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, a long of 16. We truly know next to nothing about him, which is one of the things that makes him exciting, but also one of the things that makes you very nervous about him, which makes sense why he would be the fourth quarterback at that point is because there is just nothing that we definitively know about Jacob Conover. Now, with that being said, again, there's, there is some reason to connect dots here for him to be one of the sleepers. At the end of the day, is he the fourth quarterback? Yes, absolutely. And like definitively the fourth quarterback. All I'm saying is don't sleep on this guy because come camp time in in uh, late July, early August, we might be seeing an opportunity here for Jacob Conover to really get the ball rolling in, in the offense and get, get a full head of steam to be heading into, into the season, perhaps as higher than the fourth quarterback on the roster. That's all I'm saying. Next guy I want to talk about is Jaden Rashada. Yes, we're talking about the most exciting guy first, and that's simply because he is, similar to Conover, a complete unknown here. We have not seen him take a single snap in college, obviously, as a true freshman. That goes without saying. But it also it, it also stands to reason that this is definitely a guy who, because we don't know very much about him, we're going to be wondering what he, what, what he'll look like as a freshman. Because he could look really bad as he's trying to adjust to the speed of the next level for college football. Like this is a very talented kid where he was playing at, which I can pull that up right now, uh, Pittsburgh, California and Pittsburgh high school, uh, super talented. He's got a big arm. He can run around. He, he has the potential to make the big plays. He has the potential to, be the future of the quarterback position for Arizona State. 6'4", 175, he runs, he throws, he does it all. But we just don't know what's there for him yet. And he could struggle. He truly could. Now, he could also ball out, and he could look like head and shoulders better than everybody else on his roster, but that is yet to be seen, which is the reason why I talk about him next. This isn't even so much me ranking these guys right now. We're not going from four to one necessarily. We're just talking... The first two quarterbacks I want to mention here are the guys that we know next to nothing about. With Jaden Rashada, he's absolutely the future of the position here, okay? We can go ahead and firmly establish that. Jaden Rashada is the future 
of Arizona State Sun Devils football. I don't think there is any other way about it. Uh, Drew Pine could could potentially usurp Jaden Rashada, but this is Trenton Borgay's last year, and Jacob Conover would need to play out of his mind in order to take that role away from Rashada. It definitely feels like the Sun Devils right now are set up in a way to develop Rashada behind the scenes and let him, you know, potentially take a, not like a literal redshirt season, but a redshirt season in the sense of just getting ready for that next level. And, you know, best case scenario, he could redshirt and then still have those four years of eligibility. But neither here nor there. The point is, looking at Jaden Rashada, it's all potential here. We know nothing about him. He's not a perfect prospect, but he is a very exciting prospect. It would not surprise me if he was the week one starting quarterback. Not one bit. For what it's worth, there is that really interesting <laughs> intrigue about how dating back to, I want to say 2016, Arizona State's week one starter at quarterback has worn jersey number five. You got to think you had Emery last year. You had three years of, uh, what's his name? Jaden Daniels. And was it two years or three years of Manny Wilkins? I want to say it was three years of Manny Wilkins. It might have just been two years. But after after the final year of uh, Mike Bergovici, which was the 2015 season, you had Wilkins take over for 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Seven straight seasons of number five starting week one. Jaden Rashada's number five, potentially the week one starter. It would certainly be poetic for Arizona State to keep that trend going of a quarterback wearing jersey number five to be the week one starter. When we're talking about upside, Rashada's got the most on this roster. I don't think it's really even a competition between these other four guys. If you're betting on potential, you're betting on upside, and you're betting on the future starting now, Jaden Rashada could be the week one starter. All I'm saying is don't lock him in for that role just yet. Guys, we've had a lot of great sponsors over the years with Locked On. But I tell you what, Bird Dogs has to be one of my favorites. They are the most comfortable shorts I've ever had. They're not just comfortable. They look good. They're versatile. I can bring them anywhere I want. I got to talk to you about them real quick. Like I said, the fit is great. I look better. I feel great wearing these Bird Dogs. They've got the built-in liners that allow me to be comfortable with just sliding these bad boys on and going into my day. And I can wear these things anywhere. I can take them onto the golf course and feel good about it. I can go out with a bunch of my friends. I can take these on a first date, family reunion, whatever you want to do. Bird Dogs fits any occasion. They're really comfortable too. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great. They're comfortable and they truly just stand out compared to any of my other shorts or pants to the point where I don't really even want to wear anything besides my bird dogs. If I know I'm going out and having fun, I'm not the only person who thinks this either. Comedian Burt Kreishner wakes up at his lake house wearing his bird dogs. Dave Portnoy does his pizza reviews wearing bird dogs to college football nerds. Pardon my take hosts. They all wear bird dogs. So I'll tell you what. Go to birddogs.com slash college, and when you enter promo code college, you'll get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Again, go to birddogs.com slash college to get that Yeti-style tumbler when you use the promo code college. I promise you guys, you've never had a pair of shorts as comfortable as Bird Dogs. All right, guys. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Next week is going to look a little bit different in terms of the schedule for the show. But what I can promise you is we're starting off the week with the defensive side of the football, looking at the defensive line in particular, 
So make sure you tune in as we continue this series, starting with the defensive side of the ball. All right, back into our conversation now. Let's look at the next two guys. We'll start with Drew Pine. Pine is the incoming transfer to Arizona State. He's the aforementioned guy who was able to turn around B or not BYU. I was just looking at Jacob Conover. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish's season. Man, he really was rock solid. And I feel like he deserves more praise than he went than when he was getting. Notre Dame had started off the year 0-2 with a home loss to uh Rutgers. Like it was, it was not a a great looking season for them a year ago before Drew Pine was able to take over and really just turn everything around for the team. They ended up being a bowl team. They ended up, uh, was it 10 wins? Two, two, four, six, eight, uh, nine, nine and three season for the Notre Dame fighting Irish. And Drew Pine was the winner of all nine of those games because Tyler Buckner was not getting it done for them. Drew Pine does a little bit of everything too. You know, he's a, he's a quality passer. He was completing just shy of 65% of his passes right here, over 2,000 yards, 22 touchdowns against six interceptions. He did a little bit of running, nothing too crazy, 108 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. He did that on 47 carries, but he took 15 sacks. So on, what is that, 32 carries, he had probably closer to about 150 rushing yards, somewhere in that ballpark. You take away the sack yardage that he lost. Bottom line, though, Drew Pine does a little bit of everything for you. And no, he doesn't got the biggest arm on the field. And no, he's not the fastest guy on the field either. But he does everything really well. He's a smart guy. He manages the game. He doesn't put you in jeopardy when it comes to turnovers. And he's able to lead successful drives. You give him some weapons, he's going to be able to exploit defenses and get the most out of his guys. And lo and behold, that's exactly what the Sun Devils can provide for him. A plethora of weapons. We talked about it throughout the week. The running backs, the tight ends, the receivers. Check out those episodes if you haven't already. But I can also tell you that Drew Pine is just able to really get the most out of whatever he's got on the field. I think that Arizona State has some really, really great weapons here. And this is going to give Drew Pine an opportunity to have his best season. He's going into his redshirt junior year. So he's got two more years of eligibility. If he's able to show out throughout training camp, could easily be the week one starter. If he's a week one starter, look out. Because I do think that he is more than good enough to manage these games. He's more than good enough to be a really good quarterback for the Sun Devils. We have seen Kenny Dillingham be able to take quality quarterbacks and turn them into very good quarterbacks. You know, he took Bo Nix, transferring from Auburn to Oregon. Bo Nix was the definition of college quarterback, which is decent, like enough to win you games, not really standing out anywhere. He took Bo Nix at Auburn, turned him into a Heisman container, container contender with Oregon. A lot of people think that Drew Pine can be the same guy. I can tell you right now, he is not nearly the dynamic athlete, nor that he has as big an arm as Bo Nix does. But if you're talking about the, the poetry and the similarities of transfer quarterbacks going to uh, play play football under under Kenny Dillingham, then yeah, Drew Pine is your guy. I think he's more than good enough to be the week one starter. And quite frankly, I think when they brought him in through the transfer portal, there was the idea 
and the mindset that he was going to be the starter. I think that that was initially the thought before they were able to recruit Jaden Rashada. And then obviously Trenton Bourget continued to look good in spring camp. I think when Pine was brought in, he was thought of as the starter, which is one of the reasons why I think he'll have a really nice leg up over everybody else. If if you asked me to take a take a bet on who the week one starter is and you gave me Drew Pine's odds, I think I would throw a little bit of money down on it. I still don't feel confident picking any guy as the week one starter right now. I think it's going to be a lot of waiting and seeing to see what happens, but I won't rule out Drew Pine. But now we arrive at the final quarterback here to have a conversation about Trenton Borgay. Borgay, man, the Sun Devils went from an absolutely pitiful football team a year ago. And then and then Trenton Borgay comes in. And they're they're at a minimum fun to watch. They become a rock solid team. And even though they only won three games, at least the games were worth watching. Short of some absolute butt kickings, like what they received against UCLA or what they received against USC for the most part, there was a lot of good games to watch with Trenton Bourget. Colorado was a fireworks show. When he took over against Washington, fireworks show. Against U of A, like, yeah, we ultimately lost that game, but it was still a game that was worth watching. It was a very memorable game in the history of the of the Territorial Cup, at least in recent years. It was a really good quality game to watch. Borgay is coming back with the, uh, not, maybe not the most. Look at Drew Pine. Yeah, not, not as much as Drew Pine. Pine threw 254 passes a year ago. Borgay still, still threw for 204 passes and didn't start the whole season. He's got the most experience here, though. And he's got the most experience working with the weapons here. Yeah, they brought in a lot of guys like Guillory, um, Omer, but like it and Scadaboo at running back. But he he's got established chemistry with Jalen Conyers and with Elijah Badger. And when that's your number one receiver and your number one tight end, you already have established chemistry with those guys. That's going to go a long ways in your in your uh, I can't think of what I'm trying, like the word I'm trying to use. Your argument, I suppose, to be the top quarterback on this team. He's got that opportunity. Need to watch out for Trenton Borgay because I truly believe that Trenton Borgay probably has the best shot to be the week one starter as of right now because he's got that established chemistry. He's going to be in his final year with Arizona State. I think he deserves an opportunity more than any of these other guys to be the week one starter because he has had to fight his way to get to this opportunity for Arizona state. And he really did play well last year. Was he perfect? No, but he still was a very good option for the team. And as far as like loyalties lie, no, Kenny Dillingham doesn't have loyalty to Trenton Borgay because he didn't recruit Trenton Borgay. But I think that the Sun Devils as a, as a unit, kind of as a program, I guess would be a better way to word it should have a little bit of loyalty to Trenton Borgay. He has provided that loyalty for the team. And I think that we should reciprocate the favor. No, this isn't me saying that like you have to not at all. The end of the day, you just need to field the best starter that you can possibly field. But I do think that Trenton Borgay does deserve Maybe a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt. Maybe maybe some more first-team reps. 
I don't know. That's just kind of my overall feeling about it right now looking at Borgay, though. All right, guys, I just want to echo one more time. Make sure you tune in next week as we finish up the month of May and then begin our offseason schedule in June. We are going to be taking a look at the defensive side of the football. Make sure you tune in as we take a look at the defensive side of the football, starting with the defensive line, continuing the series. All right, final thoughts. I really do think that this is a wide-open competition. I think the Conover is definitely like more than a few steps behind these other guys, but I've refused to count him out. There's a reason they brought him in. There's a reason he fits that mantra of activating the Valley. He feels like a Kenny Dillingham guy. I'm not saying he's a week one starter. I'm not saying he's going to finish higher than fourth on the depth chart. I just think he's not someone that we should be counting out. Just keep an eye on him. Jaden Rashada he is the future, but is he the week one starter? I don't know. Drew Pine, I think he was brought in to be the week one starter. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Trenton Borgay has the most experience at Arizona State, has established chemistry with some of the weapons here. And at this point, he's a guy that fans resonate with. They love the underdog story. They love what Borgay showed them last year. I can tell you that some of my family members really enjoyed seeing Trenton Borgay start. And I know that they want to continue to see him really get that opportunity. I mentioned at the top of the show, there's there's that hope that Borgay can have that, that, that Jake Plummer senior season and really just explode, help take Arizona State back to the promised land. We'll see. I still don't think this is a team that's probably bowl eligible year one, but or uh, year one of Kenny Dillingham era. Uh, I'll, mm, I, I don't know if I want to commit to that. We'll wait off. I'm not going to tell you guys what I was thinking. We'll wait and perhaps we'll revisit it. But I do like Trenton Borgay. I do think that of these four guys, he should get the best shot to be the week one starter. But I do want to echo this. There's no loyalty to Trenton Borgay to make him the week one starter. The other three guys are Kenny Dillingham guys. Conover and Pine transferred because of Dillingham. Rashada committed because of Dillingham. Those three guys, because they have that, that backing of being Kenny Dillingham guys, it gives them a leg up over Trenton Borgay. It truly does. Conover, Rashada, Pine, all three of them. But then you want to talk about proving the Arizona State. Borgay's got to step up above all of them. You want to talk about guys who really fit what Kenny Dillingham is trying to establish with his transfer guys. Drew Pine is that. You want to talk about the future? Jaden Rashad is that. Like You can cut this pie a million different ways and come up with, with a completely different order every single time on who has a, has a starting advantage over who. Like You truly cannot count out any of these quarterbacks here. There's opportunity for any four of any one of these guys of the four to start week one, you truly can come up with a different argument and scenario for all four of them. So don't count out Jacob Conover just because the other three have more news to them, more like headline grabbing kind of attributes. Don't count out Drew Pine just because he's not the most exciting guy on this team. Don't count out Jaden Rashada just because he's a true freshman 
and Arizona State is probably going to want a more veteran guy starting week one. Don't count out Trenton Borgay just because he's he might be the least exciting and he might not have that same loyalty that the other three guys have. This is a wide-open competition, and this is exactly what Arizona State Central's football needs is a wide-open competition. They need any one of these four to have an opportunity to start week one of the season. If you had a definitive leader, cool. But with Arizona State going through these changes, I think it's more important that you have opportunity for any one of these guys to be the week one starter. This is really good competition. It To me, it's a classic iron sharpens iron for Arizona State. This is the direction that they need to be going. This is the direction that I think will benefit the program the most in the long term. No matter who the week one starter is, they're all going to have short leashes. And we could have a different week two starter. We could have a different week 10 starter. We'll wait and see. But what do you guys think of the quarterback competition? Who's your week one starting quarterback? How would you rank these four? Why do you want to see one guy start over the other? Let me know on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Leave a comment on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube, but wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. Wherever you're getting the content, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get updated whenever it is going on. Guys, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Shout out to the everydayers who are here every day, and make sure that you're here next week as we begin taking a look at the defensive side of the football for this series. Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devil.